Welcome to Word from the Mountaintop, a weekly inspirational podcast brought to you from the Mountain Luther Parish. Today's Word of the Lord will be shared by Pastor Jason or Pastor Jess Felici. The Holy Gospel for this morning is according to St. Matthew, the 14th chapter. Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead to the other side of the Sea of Galilee while he dismissed the crowds. After he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, he came and walked toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You have little faith. Why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. This is the Gospel of our Lord. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I love being out on a boat. Especially on a day like today. Today would be a great day to be out on a boat. Whenever we take a lake vacation, I always have to be out on the water. Paddle boat, motor boat, floating raft on a calm lake inlet. All of the above equals relaxation for me. Now, When we would go for vacation at the lake, we usually would rent a boat for a few days. And of course, we had the kids with us, Emma and our nieces, and that means we spent a good amount of time going over the rules for boating. Always wear your life vest, stay seated when the boat is moving, and maybe most important of all, and yet the one we had to go over the most, don't lean over the edge of the boat. Now that one took a lot of work, especially when we were fishing. The kids wanted to see the fish coming up out of the water, or more often than not, someone would get bored and start leaning over the edge to try and touch the water. Stay in the boat, one of us would yell. Don't lean over to the water, was a common refrain whenever we took the kids out on the boat. Now, thank you. Now you might think that's a strange refrain given this morning's gospel text. Stay in the boat. Stay in the boat. Because the disciples are also boating this morning. Jesus has gone up the mountain to pray, and so the disciples are all alone out there 
on the water. The waves have pushed the boat way out into the sea. And the disciples are clearly on edge because of that. And the storm that they were in the last time that they were out to sea. Similar but different texts. In this text, Jesus comes toward them on the water. And they're terrified. They cry out that it's a ghost. And Jesus reassures them with one of the most common refrains in the Gospels. Do not be afraid. But then comes Peter's response. Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And maybe you hear this and you think, wow, Peter, mm, I wish I was that bold in my faith. And I would ask this of the Lord, that I saw the Lord coming toward me and I said, Lord, if it is you, help me come to you on the water. But maybe you hear Peter's response and you think this is a rather strange response to Jesus' declaration, it is I. Maybe one of the only times in Matthew, Mark, Luke, that Jesus says, it is I, I am. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the living water. That's all in John. It is I. One of the few times that Jesus talks in that first person in Matthew. Now as I've thought about Jesus making this declaration about who he is, and I've looked at this text, I've moved from the camp of, wow, Peter showing this great faith, wanting to walk out on the water, to the latter. A really strange way to respond and think about it the other people in the gospel of matthew that say to jesus if it is you or if you are the lord or if you are the son of god are satan the high priest and the people who mock jesus at the cross well, if you put it in that context, that's not exactly the greatest company for Peter to keep. And then what happens when Peter gets out over the water? Jesus says, come. And for a moment it's going well, but then like on most bodies of water, the wind begins to pick up. And Peter begins to sink and is immediately frightened. Lord, save me. part of the way in and Peter abandons this exercise in Jesus validating himself you have little faith Jesus said why did you doubt stay in the boat is probably what I maybe even some of the other disciples would have said after all the 11 others stayed in the boat. And as Jesus joins them, as Jesus boards the boat, the winds cease. The disciples worship him. The first time, 
that they make this declaration that Jesus is the Son of God in Matthew is right here when Jesus comes onto the boat. However, a detail we miss is that this worship comes not from Peter's heroics or lack thereof, but it comes from Jesus stepping on the boat and calming the wind. The revelation of Jesus as the Son of God happens not out over the water with Peter's magnificent feet or not, but it happens on the boat. This is why the refrain for today is stay in the boat. Now as we interpret this text for our own life of faith, for our own situation today, it is critical that we think about what the boat represents for us. Because it is clear that what happens on the boat, especially when Jesus enters, is so important for the disciples. And in this particular case, the disciples are on the boat for a reason. The text tells us that they are going to the other side, presumably to continue this gospel ministry with people on the other side of the sea. It's not a pleasure trip then, but one of necessity which means that while something important and life-altering happens on this boat, the disciples are not meant to stay there. They will get to their destination and they will exit the boat. This is the paradox in which our faith exists. We are called to stay in the boat to witness the work of Jesus and soak it in. We're called to be in the boat to worship Jesus, the Son of God. But then when we reach the shore, we get out. We continue on in ministry. Now maybe you look at your life during this period of time as being stuck on the boat. And more than a few times, you've looked to bail out off the starboard side. And if so, if you've had this feeling, I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't think in March, many of us saw this as the long haul that it's become. And yet, as distressing as it has been at times, Jesus shows up on this boat. Incredible acts of faith have been experienced these last few months. We have become a more versatile, nimble community of faith. We say where we're going to be next Sunday, and by golly, if you're able to be there, you, you find us. Right? We've been flexible. We've changed things week after week after week, and people have gone with it. We've welcomed new souls into our midst, in person, online, and over the phone. People who haven't been able to be connected and in worship have been joining us Sunday after Sunday after Tuesday after Thursday. 
We've opened up a door. We've made a connection. We have to show respect for one another's health. And think about that in a tactile way. Something we really haven't had to do much as communities of faith other than occasionally during a really bad flu season. And we've had to do some things that we've never done before. Right? Your pastors have to remind you to wear a mask and distance. And we have to honor the wishes of folks who have not been here physically. Because even this is too much risk for them or for a family member that cannot get sick. But we have to remember that they are here. That there are people in this parish who have perfect attendance since March in worship in ways that eight years ago I would have said, I don't think we're going to have a Zoom meeting in the Mountain Lutheran Parish. And now Pastor Jess is going to have digital office hours. <laughs> this is a boat that I never imagined that we would be on. And yet, if I'm honest, and if we're honest with ourselves, I have seen the Lord come on to this boat. Right? This is a paradox. The waves are crashing. The wind is blowing. And Jesus enters the boat and the storm is calm. And here's the promise. When we get to the other side, right, we are on a journey. And there is another side. The time and the place is not yet known, but what is absolutely true is that we will get there. And what we've experienced in the boat will be with us forever. Yes, we will exit this particular boat and carry on in ministry. But I'm not sure we can ever get rid of the teleconference. And it's going to be a while before we can get rid of Facebook Live. What's happened during this time period will stick with us, even as we go into the future. We will carry on, but we will be changed by this experience. For the rest of our lives, we'll say, you remember that time we went back, we were out there in the parking lot? Pastor Jess and I will be, I'll be 60 and... Uh, I won't say, I won't say how old Pastor Jess will be. And we'll be coming back here for something in 2052, and we'll say, "You remember when we were out there in the parking lots?" And a few, a few of the people will remember and say, "Yeah, that was a strange time, right?" So we have this experience, this common experience of being in this boat together, and we will get to the other side. There is anxiety. The storm is raging. We have lots of questions. But Jesus enters with us and calms the storm. The word is preached. The sacraments are administered. The faithful are gathered. Martin Luther said, this is the church. 
Now, granted, in 1517, he didn't know what Zoom, Facebook Live, or a cell phone was. But those are the marks of the church. We are still worshiping the Son of God. I am watching this happen in our parish. I see Jesus coming into our midst when we meet, when we worship, when we plan for the future. So like I say to my daughter and my nieces, stay in the boat. As tempting as it is to bail out the side, Jesus is here. He is with us on this boat. He calms the winds and he gives us direction. And even when it feels like we're drifting, we are on a route that will get us to the other side. And he's not going to abandon us. When we get there, when we get to the other side, the experience that we had on the boat will give us what we need to be Jesus' disciples. The disciples that Jesus needs us to be on that next shore. Thanks be to God. Amen.